welcome to the SS Fit Finesse podcast, where I'll be bringing to you amazing inspirational life and fitness stories, hosted by myself, Sean Sinclair. I will be speaking to entrepreneurs, top athletes, fitness influencers, businesses, and some all around amazing individuals as they discuss their personal and business journeys within fitness to date. I'll be tapping into their minds to really understand what kind of mindset and habits it takes to overcome obstacles, break down barriers, execute goals, and to become a better version of themselves. All right, so welcome back to the SS Fit Finesse podcast. I'm here with my next guests, um, the first fitness guests as couples uh, for, the, for the podcast. So that's a new thing. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, so I'll introduce you, first of all. Welcome to the podcast, Brett and Claire. Thank you. Hello, thank you. Um, like I'm never, I'm never great with introductions, and I always think it's best to like kind of uh, introduce yourself uh, properly. I, I do know you're into the bodybuilding uh, yeah. industry, which is it's a great thing. I know that you do the prep coaching, Brett, yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, and obviously you're heavily into fitness too, Claire, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but so give me a, a better a better introduction of yourself. Who are you? And tell me a bit about yourself, just as you as an individual. Um, uh, and where and where do you come from, background wise and whatnot? Just to so okay. the listeners know. So I'm Claire. I'm almost forty seven. Okay. Um, I'm a working mom. Look, look great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Partner to Brett. Um, I'm a nurse. Okay. And yeah. I have full time care for my mum who's got dementia and Parkinson's. Okay. Um, so I'm from Birmingham and I've lived in Birmingham all my life. And fitness is kind of a way, it's a bit of a stress buster, really. Mm. It's kind of helps me work, it helps me with kids, and it helps me getting through caring for my mum. Okay. So I've kind of always dipped in and out of the gym, really, the whole of my life. But I got properly back into the gym when I met Brett. Right. I think after children and maybe a, a break of a relationship, I kind of went a bit up and down in body weight. So probably went super skinny and then went out partying a bit and went the other way then. It's probably <laughs> too much Prosecco, uh, eating too much. And um, probably in 2016, I was on holiday with my sister-in-law and it was at that moment that it was like, okay, I need to do something about this. And bizarrely, at that time, I met Brett. Okay, I think everybody has that moment, don't they? When yeah. they they kind of it kind of clicks. Yeah, it was it was a all inclusive holiday, and me and my sister in law both said we are never coming away in a bikini like this ever again. <laughs> and she took some shots of me, and I took some of her, and I use that photo often as a reference, and it's okay. the one and that made me. Oh yeah. yeah, and Brett has used it loads as well. It's yeah. my fat mom <laughs> picture that just makes you go, oh my god, it's time to get back to the gym. And that was it for me. All right. So you mother of how, how many children? Two children. Two children. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, and then you mentioned like, okay, you also mentioned like obviously touching on the relationships. Uh, right. <laughs> You've been, when did, when was your first introduction to fitness? Do you remember that? Do you remember when you first went into fitness? Because um, you may say you take it seriously now, but when was your first introduction to fitness? I suppose school. Like I did a lot of sort of stuff through school. And then in terms of actual fitness, the first one that I remember was going to an aerobics class with my mum. Okay. In like the leotard and footless tights in the 80s. <laughs> and then I did a lot of that in the 80s in the cycling shorts and thongs and sort of dipped in and out of weightlifting, um, but probably never got into it properly. And I remember when I was about 17, there was a girl at the gym that was quite muscular and I asked how she got to look that way. And she said that she trained with a brother and... <laughs> 
she showed me a few bits, but I probably just didn't get pushed in the right direction at that time. It was also okay. something that interested me, but I, I never really got into it. And again, probably about 10 years ago, I almost went down that route, but didn't. Okay. So it just maybe not the right time, not the right people time, to train place. with and that sort of stuff. So, but I've, I've always liked the gym, yeah. but probably just not been shown the right way until I met Brett. Okay, so that moves on to you, Brett. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome, welcome, Brett. I Thank mean, you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I know you're heavily into the fitness, yeah. established within the fitness industry also, been there for 30 years. Yeah, so, um, long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you also look well. You, you Thank look well. you. Yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. there, nearly 50. Nearly 50, yeah. So that's, that's what I mean, man. Both of you look very well. And it, what do you say it's down to the gym? I think it's just down to a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, I think mm. it is. Eating well. Yeah. Keeping yourself. Yeah, there's times where you, you eat rubbish, but mm. uh, over the, the majority of the period, you're actually eating well, keeping yourself uh, well and trim if you can. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably, probably drinking less as well. Drinking less. To some of my other peers that mm. are cane in the wine and that we're, sort we're of gonna, stuff. We're going to go into that in a bit. We're definitely going to touch on that. Well, Brett, yeah, tell me a bit about your background. When, tell me <laughs> Like where you were born, where you come from. Yeah, from England. Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, I've got two sisters. I've got four children. Okay. Uh, all doing really well. A couple of in different countries. Wow. Uh, one in Canada, two here, one in America. Okay. You know, scholarship, football, etc. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my background is football. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, so I played, that, I played all the way up until... Uh, I was 16. Yeah. Uh, Who did yeah. you play for? Did you play for anyone? Northfield Town, yeah. uh, the usual, yeah. you know, and then I got into the county, yeah. uh, all England and stuff. So, and then to be fair, m my friend took me to the gym when right. I was about 15, 16. Yeah. And uh, went there. He left. I just carried on. <laughs> <laughs> That's normally the story, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, he left the, the that, that was it, you time. know. And we, we joined, I joined a gym uh, at the time uh, called Flex. Yeah. Long, long time ago. Uh, and That's a, around? No, no. Okay, no. Okay. And a place called Popeyes. A few people would know about that. We said right. a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and I originally went to the gym at uh, seven o'clock in the morning, which back then, mm. 30 years ago, they were like, the cleaners were there. Okay, nobody done it. Nobody. That's interesting. Uh, that's changed over the years. Yeah, a yeah. lot. I mean, like, gyms weren't open then. I went, really, I went because I didn't want anyone to see me. Ah. So okay. I was tiny. <laughs> no confidence, nothing. And I actually went yeah. when I was, uh, nobody was there, so nobody would see me. Train and get, get out. Yeah. All right, so that was your first introduction to gym. Yeah. And that just shows that everybody starts from somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, totally. Because I can remember going to like an aerobics class at the Ironworks probably 10 years ago. Yeah. And it was in a little studio upstairs where all the cardio stuff is now and it was all sort of screened off for yeah. aerobics. And through the weights part, I used to run through. I used to be scared to death of all the big muscle people just thinking, <laughs> oh, really intimidated by people in the gym and girls in the gym and whereas now you're just in yeah, there and you're just a part of it you think nothing of it you've got to realise it's, it's, it's really a big and when, especially the bodybuilding side of it mm. it's a bit of a community isn't it yeah I was I mean back then it, it wasn't 
it wasn't very in. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't. It was, nobody did it. Just, nobody trained. You, yeah. you, you was like an outsider if you trained. Yeah, it was like the, you, you know you walking around in your big baggies and your vest and stuff, and everyone was like, "Is that a freak?" Yeah, do, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, it was really weird because I, I first did my first show when I was seventeen. Yeah, and that was a Ken Latham show, and it was the West Midlands <laughs> Championships, uh, and that's where it came from. And and then I trained all the way through. So there's about 24 and I actually went back to football. Okay. When I was, With the bodybuilding size? Yeah. <laughs> Where were you paying the goal? Yeah. <laughs> I actually went from seven stone 12 yeah. to around 12 stone and I went back to football for Starbridge. Yeah. And uh, played there for a little bit and I thought, you know what? You couldn't run anymore. <laughs> I, I could run. I could run. Uh, but uh, I just, the, the agility side wasn't there because – yeah. I didn't do it while I was bodybuilding. Yeah. I didn't play football. I just went back to football. Mm. I still had my skills and everything, but if I'd done it combined, it'd have been fine. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. And that, that touches on another thing into what you do. You said you prepare people <clears throat> and not only so that you understand that prepping a bodybuilder is completely to looking after a footballer. Oh, to totally different. MMA yeah. fighter. Totally. And, and so on. Um, yeah. So, Time, that's what you do also, the prep coaching and so on. Yeah, Tell me yeah. about that. Uh, well, I've got a few pro boxers that I train doing uh, conditioning uh, and strength. Uh, and obviously, like, with nutrition over the years, it's become massive. Yeah. Whereas, like, you look at footballers and rugby players 20 years ago to now, they all look like like athletes. Yeah. You know, you're not going to having 20 points and then going on the pitch. Yeah, Do you know true. what I mean? Stro- true, true. Smoking and the diet's changed. Everything's totally changed. You look at them now and you think, well, he could be an American football. That footballer there, they yeah. all look like athletes. Yeah, yeah, they do. They all, do you know very, what I mean? There's everything long between how they look and, and what they do. Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to touch on, because obviously both of you are at age where fitness was completely different years ago. You've obviously seen the transition. Uh, this is something <laughs> I always find interesting to talk about, is what's your perspective how do you look on things what kind of things do you feel that is dramatically changed the way people look at fitness the way people uh, are into fitness what kind of things are in fitness what was happening back then when you got into it to how things are now just your personal opinion Claire I think that um social media has made a massive difference and it's made it popular especially for young people where it was a minority that did it or if it was like the in thing if it was this diet if it was that diet and I was a uh, grew up in the 90s as well yeah. so I think that then it was the whole waif thing the supermodel everyone wanted to be tiny everyone wanted to be skinny yeah. um, and that was something I never fitted into Okay. And I wish that I'd been training back then because I would have fitted into bodybuilding because I just didn't have that skinny look that my friends had. Um, so I think that's changed. Whereas now that that's out the window, isn't it? Everyone wants legs, Kardashian, but yeah, yeah. That, that's a massive, <laughs> massive switch, which is a great thing. Yeah. It's a great thing because, um, you know, I guess it's always going to be around, but eating disorders in the 90s around um, the skinny culture was massive, massive yeah. when I was growing up. Okay. Whereas now it's about eating, it's about building and having a bit more size, which is good, I think. Okay. What about you, Brett? What's what's changed on your from you've been in the gym for quite a while? What have you seen change? I think the basic fundamentals, are basics, that they, they, they'll always be there. Okay. Uh, obviously, it moves on with time. Certain diets, uh, the way you train, 
recovery, everything. Uh, but the main thing is... What about the industry? I know, I know you're talking about... I, I agree with you on that with the fundamentals of how you train. Things, you, people, there's different researchers. Yeah. And then you, you learn things and people add things to training. But what about the industry? What, how, the, how was the industry back then? As you talked about, you just mentioned that... I the industry know. is pretty closed off. Yeah. Uh, like you say, it was... Uh, if you went to the gym, you was a bit of a freak. Yeah. There weren't many gyms about. Yeah. Uh, there was pro- now there's like one on every corner. Back then you had to travel. There might be one within six, seven miles of each other. But now you're like, you could go next door to each other and there's gyms. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, everybody, I mean, like it's the participants now. It's massive. Yeah. There's hundreds and hundreds of millions doing it now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas back then you was in a minority. You was looked on as a bit of a freak. Is that a good thing for that? Is that a good thing now? Is that, is that a good thing? For I think it's a, for I think it's a good thing for everybody because people are aware of how they want to be and training, uh, nutrition wise, uh, and basically, they, I think they're looking after themselves more. It's it's very in now to actually go to the gym, mm-hmm. whereas back then it was like going to the. What are you doing that for? Yeah. <laughs> there are still some people like that though, isn't it? Yeah. There are some people that kind of frown upon it. Um, but like I said, I agree with you. Like I think it's great for the fitness industry. I think it's great for people. Yeah. Um, in general. It gets them out of a you know, you might be struggling with something. The yeah. gym for me, if I hadn't have had the gym over the period of some of the things I've been through, yeah. I don't know where I'd be. Okay. Do you know what I mean? My stress and everything else. It was made me personally. Huh? What kind of things? Like example, like give you this. It's been real, Brett. I was yeah, yeah. The whole, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring something up, I want to know what kind yeah. of things. You're saying real struggles, really. What kind of things to level? Because we don't want you to say it is because then somebody can kind of connect with it. Because if somebody is listening, yeah. and they are going through that, mm. and they can relate, potentially you might be giving somebody the outlet yeah. to be able to go and think, okay, I'm gonna go to gym because. You can, you can, you don't even have to go to the gym with the YouTube and the internet yeah, connection. Yeah. You can start at home, yeah, and help yourself. Yeah, so I mean, that's the reason why I think it's important not just to brush over and say, okay, the hard things like what hard things we're talking about. Uh, everybody has their hard, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody has their things in yeah. life that they they sort of get over. You know, whether it's a marriage breakup, whether it's a, a kid that you can't see, uh, injury. My injuries have been a nightmare, yeah. You know, I had to learn to walk again and. Wow. You know, my mum was pushing me around in a wheelchair eight years what? ago. Okay, okay, so let's, let's go on to this. Let's, 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 yeah, let's go on to that. Like, just that. Let's touch on that. For example, well, like, about eight years ago, I mean, I was walking the dog, basically. All right. And my two discs shattered in my back. Just like that? Just walk, yeah, just walking. Uh, people could have said, oh, you, you, you know, you've done it from the gym. Yeah, maybe I could have over them years. Yeah. But at the time. Yeah. I was walking the dog. He wasn't pulling me, nothing. Collapsed, done, on the floor, ambulance. Disc had wrapped around my sciatic nerve, one had crushed, couldn't walk, lost the left leg, couldn't go to the toilet. Uh, and uh, it was a bit of, uh, it was, <sighs> put it this way, I, I was hooked on painkillers, morphine. Yeah. I was drinking morphine, going to work. Oh. Yeah. How was that? How old are you? Right. <clears throat> How old was that? 41. 41. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it wasn't, you weren't a youngster. No. Nah. You know, a quick recover. When something like that happens at that age, I'm not saying it's like, I'm talking about that age, like it's over. It's not that, but it's just the fact that when it happens that late in your life, 
took a step out to consider that serious. We have to learn to walk again, to be in the gym now again as you are. Yeah. Like, how do you come back from that? I think with uh, a lot of good people around you, uh, family, support, friends, family. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in. I've, I have had dark places. I'm not. You know, I'm not proud to say I've I've thought about doing it and ending it and yeah, I've been in that place. Well, you know listen, what I mean? Yeah, I have. Like if you've been in that place, that I is have. real. Like I'm saying, to you, like I have. I really, you know. The, men, okay, we talk about mental health. <coughs> this whole thing again. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to jump onto this whole fan of mental health. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, these mental health has been around for a good while. It's just Long been, time. Just, just don't talk about, about it much yeah. more now because maybe celebrities something have the celebrities and whatnot. Yeah. But it's here. Mm. It's one thing that's always going to be here because we all have brains, we all have thoughts, whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah, of course. We all have thoughts. Some people yeah. are better at handling thoughts and ignoring yeah. them, but some people can't. No, they can't. Yeah, and that's the danger. So how do you, um, how, how do you feel you get you got over something like that to even have them thoughts and then to get to where you are now? <laughs> I actually came out of hospital and a week later, I thought, oh, doesn't feel as bad anymore. Yeah. Got the vacuum out. Pick the setter up, split again, oh. collapse. When again, That's a typical man, isn't it? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> when again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a week later, yeah. what was it? We come out the hospital, yeah. pick, pick the setter up. Yeah, ambulance <sighs> job. When again? Had to have it done again. Had to have another MRI scan. Crash team had to come in the MRI scan because I was allergic to the dye they put in. The whole works being sick in the tube. The whole lot. It was like it was scary. <laughs> was you two together at that point? No, we weren't. No, no, no. It was before our. our I've known Claire for thirty yeah. years. We met when we were about fourteen, and we yeah. almost went out then, but he chose my mate over me. Whoa! <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> 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 yeah. You've got a good one there, right? Because yeah. she's yeah. forgiving you. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and then our paths crossed again on social media, and at that point, I wasn't in the right place. I was going through a separation. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was on my all-inclusive holiday where I was like, right, I am fat. I'm getting back and I'm going to get a personal trainer. Yeah. And then randomly I started chatting to Brett on social media. Yeah, and it just kind of flourished from then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At that okay. point, I still had no clue what he did. Oh, okay. What do you mean? She you... knew me as like a footballer. Yeah, I knew him. Oh, from, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't, re- I didn't really understand what he did for a living. Okay, so we... But I'd go and say, I want to go and get fit. And then I said to him, you know, I want to get back to the gym. He's like, well, I can train you. And I was like, okay, then. I got no idea to the level that he trained at. Yeah. So was you just really trying to get a, to get like a date at that point? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So Brett started training. That, that's interesting. So you, you met, you reconnected at that point. And then how did that go according to Because you do bodybuilding also. You hadn't done it before that? No. No, no, I'd kind of wanted to do it, touched on it. And when you spoke before about, you know, uh, social media and bring your fitness into the the forefront, like I'd read a couple of books and I'd tried some diets through books and I'd responded well to that. I did this book called Body for Life and it was based on a bodybuilding diet. I think I was 30 then, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how to carry it on. Yeah. And at that point, there's no social media, whereas now you'd probably do that, read it and then have a little look, find some inspiration. There probably some wasn't even on the internet. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I just started training with Brett and just to get fit <clears throat> for a bikini, really. And okay. it just went from there. All right. So you started training with Brett. So I'm just trying to understand, I just want to understand the people to understand the, 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 the journey of okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically, I, I was, I was, 
bit bit of a porker, bit out of condition, wanted yeah. to get into condition. We booked a holiday to Vegas and I did a little eight, uh, 12 week transformation. Okay. With Brett? With Brett. Okay. And at that point, was bodybuilding a thing? Was it even on the table? No. Okay. And so, Brett, how do you <laughs> convince? And you weren't partners at that time. Well, no, we were partners. Okay, so you got together during yeah, that time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, but how do you how do you convince your partner to do um to, to compete to go to compete? Yeah. I just want. I think I I really enjoyed the transformation. I yeah. loved the training. Um, things were stressful in my life, and again, you touched about mental health, and although. It wasn't really my own mental health. There was other things going on with my mum's health and I'd gone through a separation. My dad had died. My mum's mental health was really poor. Yeah. And the gym was like an outlet for me. Yeah. It was almost became like a therapy okay. to get rid of stress or if I've got a stressful situation to go to with my mum, it was a way of getting rid of it all. Okay. All so right. I, I threw myself into the gym and then after the 12 weeks, everyone was like, do a competition, carry on. I was like, don't be ridiculous. No, she she was training. She responded to training really well. Some people, you know, respond like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. and she does. She's, okay. she's really end really on, like, was, yeah, end on. Went thinking like, oh, you should do. He was just like, you no, I'm like right, looking at thinking, oh, where'd you go from there to there in that short period of time at that age? Okay, you've got the right nutrition, you've got the right training. You're training with me five days a week, but that shorter period of time, some people respond really quick, and some people don't, and she does. Okay, so how does that conversation go, Brett? How does that conversation go? Convincing Claire to <laughs> to compete. It was uh you're looking really good. I think you've got you you've got potential to go and compete in a bikini class at the moment. Yeah. Uh what do you think? And I think also there was <laughs> I was around bodybuilding goals as okay, well. So I saw the bit the one girl in particular that Brett was prepping, he was doing a bikini competition and other girls that you'd see coming in in their bikinis doing check-in and I was really inspired by it. Okay. I guess there's one thing we are we haven't touched on, which is obviously your 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 team and is it Supreme Supreme Elite. And that's you prep <coughs> bodybuilders. Uh, a lot of yeah, yeah a lot so, of bikini girls, bikini girls and yeah. figure girls now. But it isn't just the bodybuilding world. Yeah. We've got pro boxers, pro footballers. Okay. Right. Do you know what I mean? So you 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 were around that career. So Yeah, there's got the girls on the team, girls <coughs> in gyms, and you see them all coming in and you're just like, whoa, I want to look like that. Okay. The, the thing is it's interesting because I always mention it the same thing. I was inspired by going to a bodybuilding gym. Yeah. I've always come trained and and looked after myself, but the only thought came to mind when you're around it. Yeah. Uh, so that's I think that's the one thing to highlight. It's important who you surround yourself with and who Absolutely. you're around. Definitely, yeah. To look for the right inspiration. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. I first started that when I was 17, yeah. I always trained with men. Yeah. They were like 25, 26. They were already in this industry. They were British champions from Popeyes, okay. from Flex. You know, so I was always around that. And I was lucky enough back then there wasn't really any PTs or coaches. Yeah. They did everything. Come on, let's we'll sit down and you do your diet. And you know what I mean? They took you sort of under their wing. And if you if they seen you got potential, I mean, I wouldn't have gone into a first show when I was 17. Yeah, of course. I just did. And then I carried it on from there. And it, it is the gyms, I think, because... When I first started prepping with Brett, obviously I've got prep for support as well, haven't I? So mm. it's like you're 
you've got a pro coach with you 24-7, so there's massive support. But the difference in a bodybuilding gym, I think, to a lifestyle is that everybody gets it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas a lifestyle gym, when I first started prepping and changing, it wasn't received that well in a normal gym. Yeah. Whereas at Iowa... What, what kind of things were you said you, you <laughs> that wasn't received uh, when you say that? So, um, Tell just... Tell the truth. Yeah, so some of the... Go- <laughs> I think some of the girls didn't understand the process as much. Are we are we talking about, obviously, when you, eating-wise, putting on muscle? Yeah, I think it, so. Yeah. yeah, and it's not always received that well and they're not as friendly, whereas... Really? Yeah, in a, in a couple of the local gyms that weren't bodybuilding gyms, yeah. whereas bodybuilding gyms, all the girls are friendly and supportive because they, they get it. Yeah. Or they, you know, appreciate it. Like myself, before I was doing it at a bodybuilding gym, you'd just be thinking, wow, you look great. You wouldn't mm. be thinking, ooh, look at those muscles. Yeah, because so. I've seen people I've seen people do it when, obviously, look on women and they do the bodybuilding some people are like, oh, yeah, it looks good. Some people are like, wow, how's a woman like this and so on? Because it changes your body. But I mean, like, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with it? Um, or do you deal with it or you just don't? You think, oh, I don't care, I'm not bothered. I think that <laughs> when I first started it, it kind of did bother me to the point where I left that gym. Really? Yeah, I left that gym because I just, I didn't want the, I wanted to get on and train. You don't want that yeah. unfriendliness. You just want to get on, get your head down and train. So I left that gym and then joined the Ironworks and it was different. You know, people are supporting you um, and just, you know, they want you to get on. And now it doesn't bother me. What about family and friends? Um, family and friends. You can't avoid them. No, you <laughs> can't avoid them. You can't avoid them. And I have had comments from the fa- my family and friends that aren't always that keen on it, or you're going to stop it now, you know. Yeah, do you like have to train that much? They do that. It's like a, I've had that. They feel like it's a little thing, in it? Like, yeah, yeah. stop that little steam as you yeah. do now. It's not a bodybuilding thing. But, yeah, but then I, on the flip side to that, I, I have had loads of support as well, okay. as in like people you know, supporting me, cheering me on, social media. You know, there's some people on social media that have followed us from the start and the the comments and support, it, it is it is good. What about how do your kids receive it? <laughs> they they, they, they <laughs> disown me. Um, my my oldest one won't follow me on Instagram. Are you serious? Yeah, I had to set up a different Instagram account because he didn't like his friends looking at that account. Oh. Him on bikini and stuff. Okay, so, so well, hold, on, so was, hold on, so you've got a... A boy? Haven't, yeah, two, two boys. Two boys. Yeah, so one's, okay, 11, one's 11 and one's 14. So okay. when I started, there was a little bit younger, but I think my oldest one, because I was friends with his friends, yeah, he just felt a bit awkward about his friends and okay. me being in a bikini. <laughs> so I don't... Yeah, yeah, okay then, yeah. I could, I never really thought about that. Yeah, but they just, they're just like, whatever, you know, if I'm practising or whatever, they're just in the background. They, they don't really bat an eyelid. They're not interested. Not interested? No. Is it interesting as a, as a negative vibe or they just they just rather not no, say? Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, if I, I do well, they're happy for me and they'll yeah, wish yeah, me yeah. luck and stuff and they'll message me. But in terms of it, you know, on a day-to-day basis, they're not interested. Mine are the same. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Apart from a so because I've trained him all his life yeah, since he was five, you, you know? Come on. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll say this is different. You're male. Like you, but yeah. like my girls will go, Dad, I'm not going to be your friend on Instagram anymore. It's not cool. It's not cool. All my mates know what you're doing. They tell me it's not cool. I'm, I'm defriending you. <laughs> and that's a big thing for the youngsters. It's a big thing. And that's yeah. all I'm not. I think I'm a cool dad. No, yeah. no, you're not. You're not. You're not. <laughs> yeah. I guess you, you can't. Oh, well, 
Eastern, you've got to get on with your life. Um, as long as, I mean, does it affect you, Brett? Nah. Okay. No. I don't. And I think to be that, honest, I don't really, yeah, I think I'm that, not saying I don't really care. I just, I do care. I, I don't really care what people think. Yeah. People have got their own opinions. Fine. Not a problem. I knock yourself out. I do what I need to do and that's yeah. it. I won't lose sleep over anybody's opinion because people will have different opinions anyway. Okay. Right, fair enough. I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Like, as long as you're happy, um, I mean, and you're not affecting anybody else, yeah, yeah. Um, then that, that's that's fine. Yeah. And generally you surround yourself like with like-minded people. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, at the Ironworks or around that sort of industry, everyone appreciates it, don't yeah. they? And girls, you know, are like-minded. So like you say, that's what you kind of have to do. I think it's do. people that don't actually, uh, there's a lot of people that go to the gym but don't actually do the shows, yeah. which is great. But then they go, and the, but then they'll make comments. Yeah. You know, uh, well, you, you, the thing is, you don't know what it's like because you've never done the show. Do you know, like, oh, you're getting too thin. You're doing this. Yeah, you're looking yeah. well. Yeah, you know, <laughs> are you eating? You know, I yeah. think you need to put some weight back on. Are you all right? Are you ill? I had the whole thing with people making decisions for me. My friends stopped <laughs> ringing me like, I'm not going to ring you because you're not going to eat anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I still want to socialize. I still yeah. want to speak. I can have a diet coke. You make that choice for myself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah no, so, yeah, I know people, yeah, it's kind of hard and, but then, like I said, this is a sacrifice you have to make. I think once the person actually goes through a prep yeah, and actually gets on stage or even just does the prep, I think they they sort of understand where they're coming from then. Yeah, yeah. They know you have to look, you're going to look like death, basically. Yeah. You you do, you feel you like it. you through that. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it going to reflect? I mean, a lot of people don't understand that. Mm. I they think just, you're close, close people that don't even understand still are your cheerleaders anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, is there, you know, a handful of people that aren't bodybuilders that will still just support you. Cheer you are. Yeah, yeah. My work colleagues really support me around food and stuff like that as well. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. So what I do, obviously, like, the reason why I've got two of you on together is to talk <coughs> about fit, being a fitness couple, being in a relationship while this is, this is all happening, especially to the extreme of bodybuilding and prepping. Um, and I just think it's what what are the dynamics like? Because Brett being your coach, that means he's with. I'm assuming he's with you a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, how, first of all, I'll start with you. What dynamics of you and having a relationship in fitness, uh, and then we'll just work from there. <laughs> I think it has it, it. You know, generally it's fine. It just have its ups and downs. Um, I, I think... want I want ins and outs. I don't want ups and downs. <laughs> okay, I don't want ins I want and, and outs. I'm like I want to know. Like, I want to know what is really what really sets you off, about Brett. <laughs> As in, like, look, I mean, there, there's going to be a negative, but there's also going to be a great positive, isn't there? So, okay, so the positives are prepping, great, great support, great advice probably the best that I could have in terms of bringing a girl's body in. Yeah. Um, downsides, it is very much it's his way or the highway. <laughs> and he doesn't treat me different to anybody else. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not, you know, playing ball, I'd be off the team. All right. I've been thrown <laughs> off the team. <laughs> well, hold on. The thing is, yeah, this, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Brett. But it depends when you're doing that. Yeah. Now, if is he doing this during is he doing this while he's training you in the gym or is he doing this while you're in the kitchen or you're, you're at home on the sofa like if you have an argument at home and he's like this is what i'm saying how do you separate that 
It, it's no different. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't. Look, uh, luckily, we don't live together. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, put you together. Okay, put you together. Yeah. Okay, when you are together, then outside the gym, when you when you are together, you telling me it's it's completely separate. It's it's, it's detached in regards to the prepping side. No, not really, because it, it just spills over into your life, doesn't it? And yeah. I think that when it's just me that prepping, sometimes it can spill over a bit too much, I guess, because. He's doing it all day and then there's me in his ear as well when he gets home, isn't it? As in like, oh, I'm so fat, I'm not going to come in my name, me, So that's probably a bit of a, you know, oh, for God's sake, shut up, just switch it off a bit. Um, but then when we've prepped together, that's a good thing because we both get it. Yeah. I, I guess that helps when you're prepping together, but I still want to understand of when you're not prepping. Okay. okay so, what? okay, your, your perspective, Brett. You're gonna. I'm sure you're gonna have a different perspective then on her. On how? how what's the what? Yeah. What? What don't you like? Or it, maybe you just find it completely, you're completely fine with it. To be quite honest, I mean, like Claire's quite easy to prep. Okay. Uh, she does exactly what I tell her to do. All right. That's it. Do you know what I mean? All it's right, like that's you good, know, yeah. and if she don't, I will. I'll go in and go and do it yourself. What? <laughs> he throws the toys at the ground. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> does. And like, sometimes it'd be like two days out, and it'd be like. If you don't know what to say, go and find another coach. Ah, oh, right. Come on. Come on. You know that. Can't I'll be crying into my suit going, no, don't drop me two days out. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So, Brett gets his own way at that point. Well, it's not It's not really about his own way, is it? Because uh, when it's that, that you know, close to the show date, it's about... It's the fine detail, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And for me, the, the fine detail is... I'm a bit of a perfectionist, to be quite okay. honest. So... I'm always looking. She looks great. I won't really tell her until I'm ready to tell her. All right. But what, okay, but then if this is where I'm, okay, for example, like you can, this take up, take up time to not being together. Um, So you could prep, you can have a prep coach, somebody that's prepping you. Brett's got nothing to do with fitness. So you, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can come home, you need support from your partner. You've, yeah. had a, you've had a hard session and you just want your partner to say, don't worry, <laughs> you look great. You're going to do good. But then there's no, but you don't, you won't get that because Brett, we, do, you, do, you, do you do that? Do you get that side of it? You wouldn't, according to what you just said. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do, but he won't, he won't blow smoke up your butt for the sake of blowing smoke up your butt. It's saying how it want, is. is that, okay, then, but is, do you want that? Do you not want that from a partner at some point? He does do it at without, some point. Without, without, I, think, the, I think it's reassurance, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, more than anything. Like, yeah. just. Because it's hard. It is hard. And it's very, you know, very, you know when you can you go for that phase when you're prepping. Oh, you start yeah. doubting yourself. Of course you do. Like that. Yeah. So you need. I think it's healthy to have that balance to somebody just to go. It's all right, even if you know they don't know nothing about fitness. Just yeah, yeah. in your ear to say, it's okay. You look good. Don't the, worry, thing is, right. the thing Keep is, the thing is, as a as a coach, yeah, you're always looking at what's wrong. Yeah. Not really what's right until show day. But right. I, and even on show day, you're thinking, could have been better there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's good. It's progress, isn't it? <laughs> and for me, that's that's a progression of of looking at where you've come in from to where you are now. Yeah. You always strive to be better. Mm-hmm. I was exactly the same with my son. Yeah, he did this fantastic thing. And I go, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I'd be praising him, you know. Oh, would doing... you give the praises? Oh, all, all the okay. time. Okay, I've, good, I've been good. through that point where Kane is a footballer. Yeah. You know, you expect... That's one of your sons, yeah. Yeah, Kane, yeah. I mean, like, I expect him to be a premiership footballer at 10 years old. 
And all dads are like that. Yeah, expectations. Yeah. yeah. And he'll go, Mum, I don't want to come home with dad in the car because he's going to slate me. So he oh, goes home with his mum. one of the angry dads at the side of it? Like, <laughs> I was his, I was his coach. <laughs> I coached football for a long time. So I coached him from when he was five years old all the way up until he was 12. And then he went to Westboro. Okay. And then he went to Mansfield and now he's in America. Okay. On a scholarship. So, all right. So he's, I'm a bit like, I'm a bit like, I'm strict like that. Yeah. I am like very like, because that's my personality. Yeah. But I, okay, if we only can reflect on my partner, she's completely different to myself in that yeah, way. Yeah. So I can't be like that all the time. Yeah. Because the way I look on things is completely the way my partner looks on things. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I want to ask. Are you, are you <clears> like that? Claire, or, or you have got the same personalities as Brett, would you say? Well, I think we've got totally different personalities. I'm quite chilled and laid back. He's quite hot-headed. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But from like that reassurance thing, I think that because I've done a few preps now, I know that he'll bring me in the best that I can be. You've got that trust. So, I all, yeah, I don't need to, I don't need that reassurance thing if, if you like. All right, so Claire, let's have some confessions then. Okay. You're telling me that you've gone the whole prep yeah. and you haven't snuck out on it anything or done anything that Brett hasn't told you? <laughs> uh, I might have had like the extra little thing here and there, but... <laughs> so it's like what? <laughs> I might have had like an extra rice cake or something like that. <laughs> or, um, but, but quite honestly, when it comes... When off-season, I am quite greedy and I will yeah. go off-plan and I don't stick to my plan off-season. I have like extras then, yeah. which I will just do if I'm hungry or if I'm going out with my mates or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think when I prep, I do get my head down and just get on it because, you know, you know, that's the only way to bring your best. Okay. Yeah. All You're right. only well, cheating yourself really, aren't you? Yeah. What about you, Brett? Have you done any cheats? Oh, mate. <laughs> mate, I swear, honestly, I remember doing the, uh, it was a long time ago, is the EFB British Championships a week before. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. <laughs> I've had a cheat meal the week before. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's explain what a cheat meal is because like I said, oh, a lot of listeners everybody calls it a cheat meal. Yeah. Uh, but it basically, uh, I was eating my diet all the way through and I thought, oh, well, I'll have a bit of steak and a few oven chips. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that'll be fine. And then I got the ice cream out. Oh. So whole tub of ice cream's gone in. Uh, 12 packets of crisps. <laughs> 12 packets. I've had Lion Bars, Mars Bars, everything you can eat. And I thought, ah, oh, a week before the British Championships, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. done. And, and everybody has these blips, and a lot of people like kill themselves because of it. You, when you go through a plan, you're gonna get these blips. Mm-hmm. It ain't the end of the world. Do you know what I mean? Because one sweet really ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, it isn't gonna do nothing. It's a period of time where you do it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So I did it a week before. And I actually crawled to the toilet and made myself sick. Nice. So this is it. Like, well, that, I think that's not <laughs> that sounds you, really bad. No, but not, no, but not only if you prep. The thing is, what you just said there a minute ago is not only just down to prep you for a competition. No. Like, even if you're training, you just want to get better in yourself and you're training and you think you've had one, you've gone out and a drink, you can fix that yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, so, like, so what? Because it's consistence over yeah. Yeah. People kill themselves because of it and, yeah. and it, it isn't going to make much difference nah. at all. Yeah. Over a period of time, it'll make difference. Yeah. But you know what? Chill out. Yeah, off season, I'm really chilled. What about prep? Like I said, this prep yeah, a week but, before. Yeah, but 
if you, you actually, shaded that way before. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be worth the hassle, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. It wouldn't be worth the hassle. You just better just stick to your diet. I've seen him do it with other people. I'm like, whoa, that's yeah. not happening You're going to you're gonna get half of these uh, yeah. clients on the list of each now and yeah. like, hold on, Brett. You're telling me not to have a chocolate bar. Yeah. And you just done that, you've done that a week. When they're all crying time. in the gym, I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not going down that road. I that second as well. <laughs> All right, so that that's your say confession. What about sacrifices uh, as a couple? What kind of sacrifices, or do you have to make sacrifices to when you both on prep as a couple? I mean, you could talk social, um, family stuff. I mean, going out together. I mean, is it to be honest? I, I don't think you have to make as many sacrifices. But that's maybe that's down to okay, you because you've been living that life for 30 years, don't yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's true. You have to make sacrifices, yeah. Maybe you're, not, you're not making it, and yeah. Claire's making them all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that, uh, you've got to be honest, yeah. A, a couple of examples that I could give, I think the the first two preps that I did, it was over the summer, and I went on holiday with my kids, and that was hard. Okay. When they're saying, Oh, mom, please just have one ice cream, just have one coat of chips with us, and you can't, yeah, you're like, No, kid, I can't, not until Saturday. I think things like that, or um, you know, not seeing your friends as much, and when your friends really don't get it, and they think that you're boring. Yeah, you get. Do you get a lot of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Do they, do they start ringing you? Do they, to the point where you just see them out, like you see it on Facebook or something. No, nah, you, <laughs> like, you're good mates, don't they? Just accept you, don't they? Okay, just accept yeah, yeah. you for what for what it is, really. So and that's it. So you've got no sacrifices, Brett. Is that what you're telling me? You leave and read this, Brett. You've got to have. You're not. You, you cannot be this. Machine, right? You must have a sacrifice. As in, like, uh, you might not consider it a sacrifice now because you live for so long. But I you... think, I think a lot of people would like say we sacrifice quite a few things, going away or doing this. I think my sacrifice really is time. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. because I'm so busy. I work seven days a week from six o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. Yeah, and that's not. It doesn't stop there. I have like a lot of clients see, through the phone. Mm. Prepping people, you know, sending them diets, writing them plans, never stops. It's twenty four seven. I'm having, I'm having phone calls and uh, and text messages all through the night as well. Yeah, yeah. you then, if you when you're watching <laughs> that. <laughs> I think I've got used. Sometimes it's annoying if we're away and stuff because you're just like, oh, just switch it off just for once. Um, but I think I've just got used to it. I guess you, the lucky thing you've got. Who competes? So she understands the kind of emotional attention you do need. You do. You, you're yeah, not. You're not just a coach. prep coach. Yeah. You, you're a psychologist, and and when you do coaching anyway, you, even if they're not competing, a lot of people tell you their problems. Yeah. Do you, you know do. what I mean? And and don't forget, you, sometimes you're getting ten clients in a day, mm. and you you're getting that in, you're getting that in, and you're like you're like it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, can, would you have to share the biggest, I'm maybe not going to, to what's the most weirdest thing you've heard or or problem or without saying anybody's name? Okay, can, you, can you think of one on top of your head? I couldn't really say, to be quite honest. <laughs> I've heard quite a lot of stories, do you know what I mean? Uh, concerning sort of relationships, mm. how they, they're going to see people. A lot of people, uh, I say to them, you know, it's honestly, it's really good to talk because I've been down that route where I've had to see psychologists okay. uh, when I was in a dark place, went and seen them. Uh, a total stranger. Yeah. 
you know, and it, it did me good. It did me really good. Do you, if you're in a, if you find your play, you're, you're in a point of where you're in a dark place, um, or, and not even get to that point where you feel that you need to speak. Yeah. Do you, do you feel it's best to go to another outlet uh, or, or go and speak to your partner? What's your, what's your thoughts on that? No, I wouldn't speak to a partner. Okay. That's interesting. Why, why? Do you know that? Uh, I think it's because for me, uh, I wouldn't want to stress them with it. Uh, so they'd be thinking about it as well. I'd rather deal with it myself. I'm exactly the same, Brett. I'm going to see you. See, so I, I'd, I wouldn't go speak to, I probably wouldn't speak to anybody else. Yeah. But I'm a bit like that because I think, all right, that's my, re- that's my reasons. I wouldn't really put my stress onto my partners because they might be stressing and it becomes their stress. Yeah. And if they're stressed, and the more, more people that know about it, you're like, well, everybody knows about it now. And I'm like, well, I should have dealt with it myself. I'm that type of person. I'll go and deal with it myself yeah. rather than go and speak. Yeah, I've seen a psychologist before. There's no way I would go and talk to my friends or the partner about it. I'd deal with everything myself. How do you feel about that, Claire? Knowing that and thinking that? Like... I think that's probably a man thing as well, though, isn't it? Is it good, though? Be honest, do you think that's a good thing? Or do you feel that? I think that um, he should he should speak, or you would want him. Like sometimes you sense that there's something wrong anyway, and you can just sort of tweeze it out. And he's just not a big talker. Yeah, he's just a typical shut down man. You know, they go into their cave, don't they? And yeah, they can't about, they can't always talk. You can't because you think like you talked about being in that dark place. You've been there before. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you yeah. talk, you see it on the um, massive talk hashtags. Men need to talk. Men have mental health issues yeah. and whatnot. Because we all try and think it's. We don't want to. We need. We need to be the strong one. Strong one. Of course, you do. Yeah. We need to take everything on. What? Yeah. We're not yeah. going to make a thought can make us stop doing things. But this is what's happening. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and it's not only just the whole fitness things. I think there's a lot of other stresses um, that we're taking on without even knowing. Like I think also also said it. Younger generation look at fitness completely different to the way we look at we look at fitness because I feel they have a lot more stress of thinking I'm going to go to the gym, then I've got to post. And look good. Then I've got to make sure I get good feedback. And if I don't get good feedback, then I'm probably not looking as good. Yeah. Then I'm not doing what I should be doing in the gym. So it's a, it's a vicious team. cycle, isn't well, it? Do, you know what yeah. I mean? So there's a massive pressure, I think, with that for young people, isn't there? Well, maybe people in general, but yeah. from that point of view, that that the if you can find positive things to look at on social media, that's a good thing, isn't it? So how I think a lot of that? people get hooked up on social media. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, we post and we, we put positive stuff on there, training, etc. People's uh, where they've come from to where they got uh, your children, how they're doing. You know, your mum and dad, your parents, where you come from, uh, where you've come from in your journey. Uh, but now, I think, like you say, I think when the youngsters are on there. I think there's going to be a lot more psychological issues in the future and going forward because of social media, uh, because of being at a certain level, a certain standard of what you've got to look like. Yeah. You know, like, back then it weren't. Back then, six pack was frowned upon. I exactly. Mean, like, I had a good one in like six pack. Oh gosh, we're trying to be a model. Like, like it was, but everybody's got a six pack nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's almost becoming not the norm, maybe a bit too far, but it depends on what you find. But for me, no, everybody, it's a normal thing to go to a gym. Yeah, yeah. it's a normal thing to go to a gym. But then 
because everything's black, people that are in fitness, heavily into fitness, they're posing with their bodies, which is yeah. okay. And yeah. they've, they've got the six packs and got this. But you've got to realise everybody's got different genetics, of course. capabilities. You can't get, I, I can't get a body like you. Mm. You can't get a body like me. Nah. Exactly. You know what I mean? To a yeah. certain extent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will never try and get to your your size. Yeah. To, because I, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's just some people just different genetics. It's just you know the what way I'm saying? they are. Yeah. And it's the way you train for yeah. years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to become the, your size and the, the guys that compete in your size, you'd have to train for years. It's not going to take. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like some people it, will go, oh, you know, will you give me a plan? I want to look like you, you know, yeah. in six, six months. I'm like, I just look at them as if to say, you're nuts. Yeah. Like it's, this is years of training, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And you're building your body and crap and, and sculpting it. And as, this is what you're going to do. It's like, not only building your body and going to the gym for 30 years. It's, through that period where I was injured with my shoulder, my back twice, yeah. I still, I didn't really have much time off. Mm. Whether that's detrimental now or when in the future, I'm not going to know. But I believe that because I was strong and fit then, it's helped me get through my injuries. You know, I was back in the gym within two weeks. People would go, that's stupid. You're nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, because I need it up here. I need it psychologically. Because I could go to a dark place without doing it, without yeah. training. Yeah, I understand. I think you just have to pick, uh, be selective about, you know, picking strong people that are giving, you know, yeah, they might be heavily into fitness and they might be pros themselves. But if you pick people that give strong, positive messages and, and keep it real and give links to go and talk to people that if you're struggling, yeah. I think that's good for young people as well to, yeah. to know that. It's good for them to know and have it out there. But like it's the one thing for them to even realise it's actually happening to them because that, yeah. that's some people don't realise like they're in a they're in a place and until they're at that point where things are going wrong and maybe things affect them physically yeah and they're starting to do things that are not act out the act out of character that's when they realise in that place and then they're having to work backwards yeah yeah it's so easy to fall into that in that place yeah then yeah so it's I think it's I, I don't know how. Uh, but I do think it's important to raise awareness. It is, but I guess that. everyone could put, you know, we can all help with that, can't we? We can mm. all, you know, give real messages and positive messages. And you I know, think um, I think social media they just they just look at the. It's like people looking at your final stage; they don't see the process going through it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With that. So people looking at Instagram would just see this great body; they don't see you. Seven months of the year where you look like a bag of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but who's that down to? But also, who's that yeah, down to? Like, as I feel like people that have influence have a responsibility. Yeah, of course. To show people. We need that to post side. our shit pics, though. Yeah, right? yeah. You need to show Which, people that, yeah. that side. Yeah. And, and talk about the mental side of it, too, also. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you touched on before, Brett, um, injuries. I think it's important. I've had, a mass, I've had a major injury to myself. I've torn my pick. Yeah. Um, you took, you've also had injuries. Have you had injuries, Claire? A little bit of a shoulder niggle on both sides, but nothing major. Nothing major. Okay. Well, tell me a bit about that. Uh, apart from the one, obviously, we talked on with the, your slippy discs. Mm. Uh, what, how how do you, the, the mental side, how, is it, how does it affect? It affected me quite bad, I feel, at the time, when I tore a pec. It's about three, about, not, no longer than a month after my competition. Yeah. When I won my competition and then, it was a bit like, oh, and it was just a, a moment. Because it, it puts you out of your routine. Yeah, because you think, I want to lose this now. Yeah. I can't do this now. Yeah. And the fact, I couldn't train chest for about a year, 
I didn't train it properly. Yeah. Stuff trained it, started training it now, but about a year and a half, maybe even that. Yeah. Right. Because it was not, because I was just scared of tra- ripping it again, tearing it again. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you um, mean. And then, then you're all out of shit. And then you start getting other injuries on the back of that because of the parts <laughs> get weaker and yeah. stuff like that. So, and you're compensating yeah, on other places. Yeah. And so on. And I, I feel that a lot of people may do that. Uh, how do, what would be your advice? on how to, to get through an injury, how to deal with an injury first, just psychologically. I mean, there's obviously getting the, the right people around to look at it, but. I think psychologically you don't really deal with it that, that well, yeah. especially if you're used to working out uh, and it's been your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went from working out seven days, six, seven days a week to a wheelchair overnight. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously with my shoulder now, uh, getting back to fitness now again. Uh, that wasn't even done in the gym. It was it was a car accident that I had in 2017. Yeah. And then obviously having to work, it got worse. So then yeah. I have to go in for an operation, sort it all out, do rehab, come out of anaesthetic, etc. cetera, uh, start again, start again, mm. and then it goes again. Yeah. And then, ah, uh, great. Let's start again. But it's demoralizing. That's, that, I think that's, yeah, that word is, yeah, it's demoralizing. And how do you do that? I mean, how, what, what's your thoughts? Are you going to say something? It was, it was really hard for him, really hard because, again, it's his outlet, isn't it? It's stress. It's, it's, it's a way of life. Did it affect, obviously, the relationship? Did it put stress on the relationship when he was injured? Because, if he's if you're not yourself and you haven't got the outlet, then how do you deal with when you're going through it? How do you if you what how what do you use to deal with you? What what becomes your outlet? I think the outlet for me was actually training people. Yeah, look, he go. Okay. I'll, I'll come and train you with your sling on. All right, okay. Yeah, so, so I think even if he was around the environment, yeah. or he'd want to just train his legs, you yeah. know, it, it, even if he got into that environment, it helped him. I mean, you still release endorphins, don't you, when you do something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'd be in my sling, training legs. <laughs> okay, that's you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's medicine, but how does somebody do that? That Yeah, like a, a breaking an ankle or something like that? Or, I, mean, cause, I, I don't think you ever get over it psychologically. Yeah. I think you do after a period of time. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like football, getting injured, football getting injured. What does he do when that first tackle goes in? Does he, does he pull out of it? Yeah. Does he not? My son's been in the same predicament. I'm like, right, your first tackle, you're going as hard as you can. Yeah. If it goes again, that's that's how it is. Yeah. Just go in and do it. You've done all your rehab. You've done everything else. You're fit and strong and healthy now. Go into that first tackle like you've never tackled anybody in your life and go straight into it. Yeah. That's the best test. Throw yourself in there. Yeah. Okay, that's that's... Yeah, I, I, I agree that. How does somebody do that that isn't football? I mean, they, uh, just oh, the, 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 the average job, but the person that's got just regular fitness. The, 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 I think it's hard injury. because I was speaking to somebody at the gym uh, down at Ironworks the other day about his shoulder and he's had the same sort of injury as me and he's like, how do you get over it and stuff? And I said, you know, you just got to be strong and you've got to have that strong mentality to just think, well, you know what? It could be worse. Mm. you know you, perspective in it yeah and you know you look at other people and you think you know what 
you know, yeah, I've got a bad shoulder, but at least I'm still there. At least I'm still doing what I, I want to do. At least I'm still coaching. I'm not, I'm not in hospital. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm I'm not having chemotherapy. You know, yeah. you, you know, you, you're lucky. You're still yeah, lucky yeah, you're to still be doing something. On the, on the and if you can, if you can get your head around that, I think you'll be able to do it, even though it's tough. Yeah. And like being in the right environment with being around the people that are there that are going, come on, let's, let's, let's get you in there and push yourself. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite strong mentally anyway. Yeah. I always have been growing up that way. If you get a good coach, you'll find a way around it. Like he'll find a way around injury. Yeah. Okay. Which it, it I think yeah. is probably key. Like he does it for himself. Yeah. He's training in a different way, isn't it? Around yeah. your injury. What would you say, Claire, is that- What's the hardest thing you've had to go through? Forget it, just in general. What's the hardest thing you've had to go through? In my life? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that um, becoming a single parent was really difficult. Okay. Um, my stepdad dying was really difficult. Yeah. Um, my mum's illness, she's she's become quite unwell with dementia and Parkinson's, and that okay. was quite um, badly misdiagnosed and just around mental health. And again, like I put stuff around that in my post, like she's tried to not be here three times. Yeah. So watching somebody go through that and being at that level where they don't want to be here and yeah. almost not being here and only being found by chance, that's probably one of the hardest things. And you talked about fitness being a stress buster for yeah. that. I mean, without that, how do you feel that you've got with a coat? I don't think with I would have. Things? I don't think I would have coped, and I think I probably would have been in a similar position. In, in, really? if, I'm, if I'm honest, yeah, okay. I think that my mental health it, it would have gone down the pan. I, I don't think I would have been able to continue. Really, is yeah. that that much of a big as as fitness was that that that's what it's done for you? Yeah, that much. So that's saying that that's massive. Like, yeah, yeah. And the, the do you both speak about that? I mean, obviously, I'm I'm just asking you this now. Not a lot because, because Claire doesn't really open up to me. Yeah. Sometimes okay. because sometimes she thinks I'm too harsh. All right. All right. <laughs> but he, he kind of doesn't know like because he'll see my mom's journey on a daily basis, so he yeah. he, he knows and he does know that uh, it will support my training in that way. Yeah, but it's important to talk. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the psychologist here now. With my partners in city, she'll be like, "Yeah, right. You don't do it yourself." <laughs> but yeah, that no, it is important to talk. Like the fact that because you just saying that now, you've 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 been at a point where you said you just openly said, "Look, I, I might have been in a place where I wouldn't want to be here." You've just yeah, said, yeah. "Anyone might be in places I wouldn't want to be here," mm. but you've both found the the relief and the, the joys through. Better, like, yeah, looking after yourself. Yeah, uh, through fitness or what? Yeah, or bodybuilding or something. Yeah, but it's funny how I think yeah. a big thing for me was I've got I had uh, I've got children. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think me being that way would have had a massive effect detrimental to them. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really selfish of me. All right. But these some things can't be helped. As no, like, that's true, uh, right? Because once you fall into that, <coughs> that place, you don't you don't think yourself. I'm going to think this on purpose. No, no, not at no. all. I think when you do have kids, you do have to. You probably are, are stronger than yeah. you would be without them I'll because be, you've got to do and you've got to keep it. going now, and you know you've got those people relying on you, and or if it's a parent and they're not well, someone's got to do it, haven't they? Yeah. What, what would you say is your key driver then? Uh, if you had to say three things into, first thing your key, dri- key driver to keeping 
you in a good place. Then I want to know your three key drivers to um, for a relationship. Okay, so it's yeah. keeping me in a good place. My children. Yeah. My gym. Okay. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And then my partner and my family. Okay. And my friends. All right, so that so your you, you circle, your good, your close yeah. circle. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about a relationship? How what would you say? A relationship. Um, being able to laugh. Mm-hmm. Sense of humor is massive for me. You know, f- fun. Yeah. Um, just being secure, and uh, a soulmate, really. Yeah, someone that you connect with. Yeah. All right. All right. What about you, Rhett? I want to say I'll give you. You've had time to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's there um, so Mister and Mrs. What yeah. Yeah. What am I gonna say? I think uh, my main driving block for me <laughs> is my children. Yeah. Uh, I want to see them do really well. Uh, which they are, touch wood, everything's going great. Uh, my family, my parents being healthy, you know, yeah. uh, my friends, uh, obviously having a supportive partner. Yeah. It's obviously, you know, because to be fair, I do what I want to do really. Yeah. Uh, within reason, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but we do get on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether we're away from the gym, whether they're not, whether we're not together, whether we are together, we get on. We've got on. We got on 30 years ago. Yeah. But I decided to go with the best friend. <laughs> but she's not here anymore. So. Well, she actually is. She's still my best friend. <laughs> but they didn't actually go there. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Just put that one out there. Yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was just a puppy love thing. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what would you say your three uh, main things for a good, what do you think for a good relationship or strong relationship, as you want to put it? Uh, I think you've got to be able to uh, <clears throat> laugh. Yeah, you gotta have a laugh. You, yeah. you know, you can't be too serious. Uh, a lot of people are serious. Uh, you've got to have. I think you've got. To be honest, I think you've got to have uh, quite mutual interests. Yeah, uh, because if you haven't, you have separate lives anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, and is, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Okay. Yeah. You know, so it could be, could be either. Yeah. But we train together. You know, so certain times where we don't. Uh, and obviously, you know, you got to, you got to support where they're going. Yeah. If they're going there and, and okay, go and do it. You know, that's, that's for me really. So that, that, that phrase, <coughs> you said you train together, you mean that phrase, train together, stay together. For me, I think it's just a saying, yeah, you know, at the end of the day. It's quite a test though, isn't it? I think it's quite a test because it's like if you were learning to drive with your partner, some can do it can't there some argue yeah. and just go don't tell me what to do i'm not doing that yeah. you know it's, it's the same <laughs> sort of thing i think it's you i think it's good to have a, a balance isn't it yeah, uh, yeah. and complement each other like i don't i've always thought in regards to relationships whether it's within your fitness and whatnot um you've got to support if you support your partner and what they want to do then there wouldn't be there's going to be no issues you've got to have a clear vision of what where you what your goals and and ambitions are yeah and you've got to clear what your goals and ambitions are brett and then as long as you can support him in doing that and you can you're both going to be happy because you're both being content it's when yeah, course, you don't yeah. support that side and you feel like your partner's supporting you yeah. is that's when there can be problems in there yeah 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 i think to be honest i mean like i love the fitness industry i've grew up in it and it's my job and i love what i do i see people go thriving i like to see them do really well uh but there will come a time where i come out of it mm. I have no qualms in that. 
Okay. I don't think he ever will. I don't believe that either. <laughs> We're going to be like Mickey and Rocky. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's always going to be there. Yeah, you know. I will stop competing. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. you've, you've got to stop at some point. Yeah. Like that forever. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I, I do feel he's going to be involved yeah. in fitness somehow. You, and you don't have to. You will be because you do the prep coaching and, yeah. and so on. And you don't I mean, like, I, I, like, I like coaching football. All right. I love coaching football. I always have done. Uh, I was coaching a couple of years ago. Uh, I might go back to that. Okay. Uh, I do love it. It was, but like, I love my job now, prepping people and seeing their journey. Yeah. And and in all fairness, they they seem to do really well. Yeah. Uh, which is a good thing. Where do you look to take your the business side of it um, further? Um, obviously you've got the prep coaching Supreme Elite. Um, you've got the you've got the merchandises and whatnot. So you're pushing the brand. Yeah. Where are you looking to take that? Or are you take? Is this where you, where it is at the point? Are you looking to evolve that? Are you looking to take it further? Uh, I'd like to probably have my own podcast. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, that'd be <laughs> that's good. good. That's good. Yeah. So just talking about industries, obviously getting certain people in that have been there for a long time, some pros yeah. in and stuff, some yeah, old yeah. pros. Uh, that would be good. I'd yeah, like yeah. to. I'd like okay. to do that. Uh, as for a business. I'm very busy anyway from, I don't just obviously coach uh, athletes, coach normal people that just want to go to the gym. And I've had some of them clients for 15 years. Wow. Uh, Yeah. You know, I've had people go through a hard time through, you know, through cancer, through everything. And we've, we've, we've gotten them through it and stuff, helping them through it, feeling them good about the self. Right. Uh, To be honest, I do like my job. Right. Are you looking to do anything, Claire, in the fitness industry around that? No. <coughs> no? No, for, not not in the fitness. It's only ever been for me. Ugh, amateur hobby. It's just something that I like to do outside of work. And I just, I wouldn't, I, I, I couldn't do the people. No? No, I just, I couldn't. I think you have to, <laughs> to be any good, I think you have to be at such a, a certain level and have such a good amount of knowledge. And I think there's that many people out there trying to do it that, probably haven't got that i'd be just yeah. a small little fish starting out i think i'm too old to be getting into it so it's just what do you think that is i think that's insecurities i don't what you're saying <laughs> that. i don't i don't think that's anything to do like as long as you i this is my regards to being a personal trainer you can you can learn the knowledge yeah you, you, there, there's obviously if you've been in the industry for a long time you're gonna have a lot of knowledge but you can have a structure <coughs> and understand what understand what you're doing but the most important thing to I feel is being the personal trainer is about to connect with the person. Yeah. Because yeah. You know, if you can't connect with your personal trainer and you're not like hearing, then yeah. you're never going to listen. You're never yeah. going to follow it. You're not going to enjoy sessions. So if you've got that part to you, then everything else can be taught. You can't teach being someone that can communicate. And no, you can't. That's true. true. And yeah. You can't teach that. That is just something that you're either you a people person yeah, or you're not. not yeah. yeah. You can have one of those in the world, but if you can't, you're not going to connect. I'm definitely a people's person. Yeah, I love I people. I love chatting, but I don't think. Oh yeah, you that, love chatting. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't see me working in it. I love doing it as a hobby. I love yeah. training. I love competing, but I don't see me as being. Okay. I mean, I mean, if there was something else that was being set up as support and stuff like I think for Brett, like one of his massive talents is strength and conditioning. Yeah. And I think that's mi- missing in loads of gyms, yeah, like yeah. for girls, like you see, you know, loads of the, the pro girls doing it. And it's, it's a bikini girl's best friend in terms of building button, things like that. And I think that's something that he could really. Capitalise on. Yeah. Really good. 
Okay. And he's really, he's really good at it as well. Anything else apart from the podcast you think of do business wise with the fitness that people can look out for? Uh, Clothing range. Okay. Uh, I'd like to uh, have a look at that in the future. Yeah. Is that with the brand that you call Yeah. Yeah. I'd like it in that brand, Uh, but something subtle. Yeah. Nothing with a big bad John or yeah. anything like that. Just so, something subtle uh, with a nice, nice look about it. Okay. All right. So rounding it up, um, what would be your advice um, for, for both years if you train together um, and just, just, for a couple, just for couples in general that train together, what would be your best advice to, to give you advice whether how to not to how to stop the I think it, and so on or it's really difficult isn't it because when you when you train as partners one will always get the, the needle when they're telling them to do something yeah they go, well I'm doing that what do you know about that but yeah. it's not me that gets the needle it's only you <laughs> but yeah. I do know everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just got to communicate and just I think you got to enjoy it you got to enjoy it yeah. if you don't enjoy it you ain't going to train together and and you won't, you certainly won't stay together. Yeah. And that can, that, yeah. Uh, okay. What do you think, Claire? What's your, what would you, your advice be? I think that yeah. you, you kind of, you, you got to have a laugh. You got to be relaxed. If you're wrong, say you're wrong. Yeah. Say sorry about things. That's hard enough in general in a relationship, isn't it? Not yeah, just in the gym. But <laughs> I think it, it's a good thing to do. Okay. And I agree. And that is true. It's true. I agree. All right, then. So what I want to do is I'm going to wrap up today um, with a game that I do at the end um, of all the podcasts. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you, I think I'm going to do this. Is it Mr. and Mrs.? No, no, it's Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> it I'm going to give you a subject. Okay. Um, um, you're going to have to pick from the, over here. I'm going to push it over here. You both can pick one. Uh, and then you give your best piece of advice on that subject. Um, okay. In one minute, really. So yeah, you can go. Ladies first, Claire. Um, you can see. That one that I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, right, it's all just, don't reach for one that you can see, reach one in here. Okay. All right then. Okay, so what's your one, Claire? So mine is trends and social circles. All right. And so what? So tell me, what's your best advice, your personal advice on trends and social circles? Uh, social circles, I think, um, be picky about them. Okay. Keep them small. Uh, pick up on vibes. Um, stay away from vibes that aren't good. Um, you haven't got to have a massive circle. Be around people that support you. Um, and be around people that make you happy. Be around people that have got things in common. Um, don't don't feel like you got to go with the crowd. Don't feel like you got to be the popular one. I don't, I don't really think that I, I am like that. And I think sometimes I will just do my own thing and be unique. Yeah. Just because you see it on sort of social circles, social media, I don't think, don't think you've got to be that way. Don't think you've got to look that way. Yeah. Keep it simple, isn't it? Just, what yeah. is quite simple. Yeah, ba- keep, basically yeah. be you. Be you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just, just bring a bit of you. All right. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you, Brett? What's your one? Uh, mine's uh, goal setting. Goal setting. Uh, All right then. I think you've got to be realistic about your goals. Uh, a lot of people set them really high yeah. instead of just doing little baby steps at a time. I think in order to get to a goal where you're going to, it's, it's great to see it, that big, big picture of you want to be really successful. But if you just set that goal up here, you're not going to get to these little goals first. I think 
It's obviously, it's, it's like losing weight. Mm-hmm. Set yourself little goals, a couple of pounds a week. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to go and have a, a meal, a burger or some chocolate. Don't stress about it. Yeah. Don't stress about accept, it. Accept. Like it's, like it's, that's one thing I say. <coughs> accept your, these little hiccups, the hiccups. They only, you only become big if you make them big, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And so. once, once, once you've got them goals set into place, just keep striving to getting better and better. I mean, we all have goals, but I think, I think it takes time. Don't try and rush them. A lot of people, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that. No, you can't. You, you, I've been in this industry 32 years. Yeah. People go, I want to do that in six months. I'm not a magician. Yeah, yeah. You know, just set them, set them there, little goals, little baby steps at a time. And uh, I think once you get there, you can move on then. Oh, okay, makes sense. That's yeah. behind you. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, man. Like, it's true. Yeah, be realistic. Most yeah. important. Be honest with yourself. Don't set goals that you can't no, achieve. That, that you're not, if you know, honestly, you're not going to achieve it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to say, you've been drinking alcohol for, few, like, for 30 years. And you're going to say, I'm going to stop drinking <laughs> alcohol tomorrow. Not gonna happen. That's not going to happen. No, it's <laughs> yeah. not. No. Be realistic. Do it step by step, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. There's always yeah. going to be obstacles, but you've got to get around them. And I think those obstacles make you stronger and your journey's better anyway. Yeah. I think you're going to get have mistakes. Everywhere. Everybody makes mistakes. You've got to learn from them, though, haven't you? Yeah. If you can learn from them and carry on, it's great. Don't don't keep making them. Don't keep making them. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you're off the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. Yeah. Don't keep making them when you get kicked off the team. Yeah. <laughs> that's a true story, that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So, um, yeah. Where can people find you? Uh, start with Claire. Um, oh, social media for me. So Facebook, um, I don't use that as much, but Instagram, Claire Smith Bikini. Okay. Might change if I change to figure, but okay. who knows? <laughs> yeah. we'll, keep, we'll keep you updated so I can make yeah. sure I put down the right handles. What, what about yourself, Brett? Where can you find uh, you? Yeah, I've, uh, my Instagram is uh, brettsmith72. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously I'm in quite a few gyms that I use uh, and I go and coach. Uh, Ironworks is Birmingham, one, yeah, in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, I'm at uh, base in Hal's Owen. Mm-hmm. Uh, also down in uh, Watford at Graftism. Okay. And also within Mansfield at World Gym. Yeah, he's anywhere. Uh, so, we, you know, <laughs> but you can get me on Instagram. I'll always chat to you. I'll always get back to you uh, within at least a day. Yeah. Yeah. On Brett's page as well, uh, the Supreme Elite girls are on there. There's girls yeah. at all levels. If anyone wants a bit of inspiration, different journeys, starting different out, sports. experience, and yeah. that's really good for inspiration. A whole different sort of um, different categories. It isn't just an Instagram of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's other people on there. It's yeah. of the team. <laughs> the team. All right, then. So, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. And Thanks for having us. Today. And, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed speaking. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, gems that people can take from to have a solid relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do actually talk. I do like peel yeah, things we'll out. We'll probably split up after this. You criticise each other after, yeah, yeah. after, after, after the podcast. My head will be off the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Well, yeah. Thanks again. Thank um, you. Yeah, and yeah, everyone stay listening and stay blessed. Thank you. Thanks. Thank Thanks for listening to this episode of the SS Fit Finesse podcast. Um, I hope you're taking something from each one of these episodes, whether that be a bit of motivation, uh, inspiration, 
or positivity or another lesson learned and I hope it's helping and building you along your journey. Uh, if you feel it will help anybody else, please don't forget to share it with others. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe and like and leave comments because I want to hear your feedback, whether it's negative or positive, I will take it all on board. It's all about developing yourself and making this show the best fitness show in the UK. Uh, so please subscribe and make sure you do leave your comments and tell others and you'll be hearing from me a lot more. Thanks.